Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. There is so much noise out there, especially when it comes to self-betterment, and that's why I created TAT Text. Now, a lot of people are using texting to uh, promote things, and it's kind of like a digital flyer. But I'm actually using texting as a mental program. It's like the program you uh, get at the gym, but this is for your mental and emotional state. So every week there's a different topic. One week would maybe relationships, the next week uh, codependency, next week dating, etc. And at the end of the week, you get a private link to a Google Doc that takes you deeper. And that doc is like six to nine pages, and it's a lot of how-to, right? It's not just information, but it's like, what do we do with this information? So if you want to wake up with something that is going to reposition your mindset and set you up for a day that you can maneuver in the best version of yourself, come check out my text. You could get them at theangrytherapist.com or on my Instagram at theangrytherapist. See you in your phone. You can't build anything without structure. You know this, without structure and daily routines. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about building a better body or a better relationship or a business. Without structure, um, nothing can be built. If you only do things when you feel like it, uh, that's going to be short-lived. And it takes discipline. It takes uh, habits. It takes um, the daily blocks to, to build anything. And so like for me, when I think about entering the tunnel to write a book and you know that that's like a that's a long tunnel um if i didn't have a structure then there's no way i'd be able to write a book and so when i'm writing a book i usually roll out of bed you know 5 30 and i do everything i can to get out of the house and at the coffee shop knock out two or three hours you know and then i go um workout and then I uh, knock out another couple hours and I have this structure and I usually hang structure uh, less on logic and more on state so I believe that just because you build a maze doesn't mean that you're going to go through it right there are days that you feel discouraged and I also know that our emotions hijack us I mean our emotions what we feel is a lot more powerful than our logic This is why we get into um, crazy, toxic relationships. This is why uh, we eat too many donuts. This is why we buy things we don't need. And so there's a way to leverage that. And so with structure, for me, I focus on my state. I I drop into my body. Um, One of the reasons why I dart out of the house so fast is because if I don't wake up at the coffee shop uh, rubbing I cookies out and just kind of <laughs> how I got there I don't know because maybe that is a little dangerous um, usually I'm not on my motorcycle I'm in an uber um, but <laughs> if I don't wake up at the coffee shop and it's you know eight nine in the morning then I get discouraged and I don't even write right so I know that about myself and so before I dip into that discouraging state I make sure that I have smart feet meaning just get to the coffee shop that's my one my one go-to, my one focus. And then once I'm there, my eyes open, I see people, I hear music. Of course, I get my uh, overpriced caffeine and you know that's the, uh, that's the routine. And then I, uh, from there, I can now 
look at my uh, computer and start writing. And then once that gets old, after a few hours, um, I lose my flow. I focus on my state. And the, and the reason why I, I go to the gym at like noon or I work out is because um, I need that dopamine. I, I tell people I cut my day in half and I use that to um, get back on the horse, you know? So instead of just like telling yourself that you need to plow through something, I, I believe changing your state can be more powerful. So then going to the gym, I usually take my motorcycle. And again, thinking about my state, uh, the motorcycle right there, I'm feeling wind. I'm obviously very present. If you're not present on a motorcycle, you could die. Um, I'm feeling adrenaline. Adrenaline. I'm, I'm feeling alive. I'm listening to my 80s music, all that stuff, right? Um, yes, my uh, motorcycle has a radio. I told myself I would never, I used to call them grandpa bikes, the giant uh, Harley road glides with uh, uh, compartments and the radio. I used to think they were the ugliest motorcycles and uh, they were like spaceships, right? The Millennium Falcon on wheels. And I, I told myself I would never get a, uh, 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 I know I'm totally jumping off topic. I'm sorry, but not, not really because this is who I am. Um, I told myself I'd never get one because I was into like, you know, a little, cool hipster cafe racers triumphs and shit and um test drove a harley road glide and i felt like jesse james oh this lines up because i'm talking about feelings in state yeah it made me feel a certain way and because of that feeling i pulled the trigger on a thirty thousand dollar motorcycle and then i realized that uh you could actually fix them up and so now with the uh um they call them performance baggers uh, that's what my bike is it's all you know with parts and exhaust and all that. Uh, now it's the, the uh, most, it's, a, it's my favorite motorcycle so far. Anyway, my point is I ride to the coffee shop because, um, or I ride to the gym, I'm sorry. I ride to the gym because it changes my state, right? And then when I get back, maybe I'll do a session, you know, I'll switch it up and then I get back to a different form of riding and then, you know, and then continue on. So, that's my biggest tip for you is uh, when you structure your day, focus, you know, you know, knowing yourself, uh, focus on, on your state and notice when you dip and then design your day according to that. Because if you just design your day on logic and you just, you know, fill in your calendar, I need to do this and there's a chance you're going to burn out. There's a chance that you're going to be doing things that you're not in the mood for. And if you're like me and your, you know, life revolves around um, trying to be creative and, you know, uh, putting yourself in a good positive state so you can be present in your sessions and help other people uh then you know white knuckling your day is not going to work right and it's not going to be helpful and you're going to notice it like in my writing you're going to notice it in uh, the sessions i do uh, you're just going to feel it and so i have to focus on hanging my structure on my state that's really uh helpful for me so there's a lot of people out there very organized left brain i get it it's a quality I do not possess, uh, nor do I want, but um, sometimes structuring your day isn't a logical thing. Sometimes structuring your day and creating routines and habits uh, are more powerful if they are coming from you measuring uh, your frequency, your state, how you feel, and then designing your day based on that. So that would be one of my biggest tips about structure. The other, the other big tip for me is set yourself up for an experience where 
it, the challenge isn't so great um, that you don't accomplish it, accomplish it, and yet at the same time, it's not so easy that you know you just fly by it. So, I think this is important because if you let me use uh, writing uh, books as an example, if I tell myself that I have to write, you know, ten pages a day, um, that's it's not. It maybe yes, I could technically probably do it, but um, what are those those pages going to be like, right? And and I'm just setting myself up for failure. So instead, if I say I just need to write uh, three pages, four pages, or maybe it's not about pages. Maybe it's about time. Maybe it's like I just need to put in um, four hours a day on this book or this project, and I'm okay with that, right? So I like this idea that you're creating a space and not so much. Um, putting all the weight on productivity. I think that that's a dangerous road. I think especially if you're in the, in the creative space, to, to be productive is going to take away from your flow state. It's going to, or it can. It could take away from your creativity. It could take away from your self-expression, right? All of that. So I like the idea of creating spaces. I like the idea of hanging structure on your state. And I, I kind of want to... Um, and with what's going on today, uh, because you probably can't leave your house. And so how do you have structure when you can't leave your house, right? Like I can't go to the coffee shop. Um, one thing to do is to train your brain and body to do the specific activity in a certain part of your home. So whether it's working out, um, have a space for that. Uh, whether it is a uh, working creatively, uh, have a space for that. So let me just use my story as an example. Um, I have a two-bedroom, two-bathroom uh, uh, loft, and I have a, a small balcony, right? And so logically, I could, I could tell myself, okay, I'm going to work out here. I'm going to do this there. Um, but instead, going back to this idea of designing structure uh, based on how you feel, I dropped into my body, and in the corner, I have this desk, and there's two windows that wrap around the desk, um, and they're floor-to-ceiling windows, so you could just, like, it feels like you're just kind of in the air, right, which I love. And so I'm staring out at the uh, Glendale Hills, and it's very calming, and that's my workspace. That's where I feel my body that I will be the most creative, um, and I think it has to do subconsciously with, because uh, when I go right at the coffee shop, which is uh, Blue Bottle in Los Feliz, it, I sit in my same chair, which, which is like these giant windows. And so I think subconsciously, my body's telling me that this, you know, my body's like saying, this is, reminds me of Blue Bottle, and this is uh, where you should work. It feels familiar, right? And so that's where I work. Right behind it, I have a yoga mat and two dumbbells. That's my gym. And the reason why that's my gym is because right next to it is a double door um, balcony. Uh, um, double, what is it? Double doors. And then when I open them, the breeze comes in. So working out in front of the breeze well, where I can see the trees, um, it feels good. It feels like I'm outside, right? It feels fun. So, like, if I had a basement and I had a whole like workout set there, logically, I would say, okay, you go train in the basement. But it's it's not going to be as fulfilling, as fun as uh, working out in front of a, a, a balcony with the breeze, right? So that's my gym. Uh, my kitchen is my restaurant. So if I'm uh, in the kitchen space, I'm cooking, I'm uh, 
hanging out with, with friends via Zoom. I'm doing everything that I would, you know, say at a coffee shop or restaurant as far as like entertainment goes. And so that's for that space. Um, and then I use the living room as a, a movie theater. And what I mean by that is if I don't section that off in my head as a place to just watch one thing at a time, then what happens is I binge watch uh, like many people do. And suddenly you've lost, you know, a week of your day watching um, Tiger King. So what's important is you, 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 you put in your head what the purpose of that space is, right? Uh, and then so, so the, the, the movie theater, quote unquote, room, um, and of course, I don't live in a mansion, so it's not like a movie theater, but it's just my living room. Uh, me labeling that makes tells my body that I'm sitting down and watching one show, right? I'm sitting down watching one movie, sitting down watching one episode. Um, so I'm not drowning myself in uh, television and Doritos. And then I have a little balcony, and that's my calm state. And I go out there. And uh, it's got a panoramic view of the sunset, and um, it's got a nice breeze. It's got a giant poltergeist tree, and uh, chances are you probably have never seen poltergeist because you were just an idea in the 80s. But there was this tree in poltergeist where it came through the window because it was so close, and it was like a monster. It was very scary. Um, this tree is very magical, and um, my daughter stares at it for hours, and it's really close to the balcony. Um, and it just feels like you're outside, you're in nature. So I use that space to calm me, right? And so I have all these different little spaces in my house and I section them off in my head, not with police tape. And I go to those spaces for those activities, right? So part of structuring, especially in the state of the world today, may mean for you to create an entire life in your home until this is all over and you can go back outside again. And in order to do that, you can't see your home. It's just your home. Because if you do, you know, you'll grab the chips, you'll watch TV, you'll do things when you feel like it. And then suddenly, you know, the days get longer, you get heavier, um, then you start feeling shitty, shitty about yourself. So that's, that's, that's my tip is to, to, to section off mentally the spaces in your home where you can get stuff done and hang that on how you feel, not on logic. Thank you for listening. If you found this um, episode helpful, I encourage you to share it with a friend and uh, hope you are feeling calm and hopeful and uh, full of love. And I also hope that you're connecting. You know, I know we're supposed to um, be uh, socially distant, uh, but we can use technology to connect. Here's my homework for you today. It was one of the challenges this week. Um, if you don't get my daily texts, you should check them out because I send out challenges. And the, the challenge this week was to not send anyone to voicemail, to answer all your FaceTime. These are things that I do because I hate FaceTime and I hate answering the phone. Um, but by doing so, by being open to that, you're going to allow more people uh, into your life and more connection. And because we're tribal creatures, uh, it's going to change your state and it's gonna be, you're going to feel less alone in the world. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching, that's J-R-N-I, 
and it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.